0: Welcome to Good Geek Out, good place to go to geek out. We're geeking out today. We're geeking out about something that's kind of big on the internet right now. Invincible comic book adaptation by Amazon. I had never seen it, but we're going to be talking about it. First two episodes. Editor San Antonio checking in.
1: What's up, fellas? What's up, Big head? It's Greg Ellis weighing in from West Hills, Cali. What's going on?
2: Uh this is reverse ramble from the Pacific Northwest, Washington.
3: And this is Boba Fresh out of San Francisco by way of Los Angeles, mid-city, home of Marvin Gay. Happy birthday, Marvin Gay.
0: <laughs> happy, birth- happy birthday to gay. Um, so first two episodes. I guess, I don't know how we're gonna talk about it, but I would like to mention that the intros for both are est- extremely emotional and like driven by one to two people and then you get sucked into their world and then it's just erased and they don't matter anymore or they get played with for like right. personal sake um, right good, good way to start it good way to start it what did you guys think about it uh, I, okay I guess first how many of you have actually read the comic
2: Strader. I have them but I hadn't read them a friend of mine sent them to me months ago and i have like the graphic novels just stacked there and then once i saw the show i was like yo i'm i got to read those i got to read those i'm completely completely
1: fresh completely new to this
0: me and me as well stratter you said the art translates pretty well in these uh episodes
3: yeah i think the pen to page going to the silver screen the celluloid as it were is extremely good like they they nail the art in a consistency style that is, you know, like the person who drew, you, you create something. And as soon as someone changes that it's not yours anymore. And so the fact that they stay true to the original designs so much all the way through um, is I think like a really solid, like homage. Uh, you know, I love Batman animated series, but, I don't like reading Batman animated series comics, if that
2: makes sense. Yeah, I'm i I'm 100 percent I'm there, too. Like, I love that series. I didn't the, the the love for the comic books. I expected more. I felt like the art style for comic books was a little too simplistic, you know. Exactly. Um, but no, with this, I think it like going the reverse way. It, it's it's a good homage, like you said. Right. Like it's it's. It stays true to it.
3: Sound the the art and the voice casting, which we can get into. Beautiful,
1: it's amazing, dude. Right, amazing right. cast.
3: Uh, uh, just superb. Like characters keep getting introduced, and I'm so like I hate looking at the IMDBs or like you know Amazon likes to tell you who it is. And yep. like don't 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 show me because I I want to
1: kind of get it. But uh, what do you think, Greg? Um. I loved it, and I think there's a deeper. I, I talk with some friends who aren't as um, comic savvy, right? And one of the things they were saying is, "Oh man, how are they not getting sued by Marvel? It's like a lot of these characters are straight knockoffs." And and so I told, you know, I'm like, "Look, this was a graphic novel way before this. I mean, you know, this is this is not a thing. I mean, there's you know, there's only there's an infinite, there's a finite, excuse me, I should say, finite amount of superpowers that we can create, you know." Um, some of the characters are, you know, you can directly, uh, associate them with more popular, um, characters, but the reason I bring this up is talk again about how it's drawn, right? I think it's kind of genius to do it, to draw it the way they drew it, knowing there's characters that people are going to associate like, you know, Darkwing and Batman, right? I mean, damn. <laughs> right it's like it's it, they're very similar but it's drawn in a way where it's kind of like making fun of that you know what i'm saying exactly. it's, it's uh where you know it's you know we're not we're not too full on ourselves and we're not gonna try to if you look at the characters don't have symbols on their uniforms you know what i mean they are who they are you know we can make comparisons um the people in this zoom definitely can make comparisons <laughs> right but uh um, but you know the show doesn't you know it doesn't dwell on that you know it's it's that let's move forward we've got a good story to tell and then they tell a great story just starting off like ed said on a the, the guy is, you know he's emotional you know my family my family my family that all of a sudden two blue twins come out of the ground with with these big ass guns <laughs> it's like that's just the way it starts and that's awesome it loves lo- you in a you
2: know a, like like a, it loves you in right like you're like oh, okay you you kind of start Letting your preconceived notions of of what you've seen and stuff kind of take over. Like, all right, this is a wholesome tale of like a kid coming to terms with his powers. He has a you know pretty nuclear family and like you know things seem to be going well. And 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 it updid that right. Like it's a cute story about an old man. Then it takes a fantastical turn, right? And it and it kind of like shakes that 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 reality a little bit or or turns it over on its head. And and um yeah, I, I agree. Like this kind of did the same thing where you like I watched the first episode. The first two episodes twice because I watched it. Then my wife wanted to watch it, and then my kids too. So, like the first half of the first episode, they were through their phones and stuff, you know, because they've seen it before, right? Like they've seen the story thousands of times or hundreds of times or whatever. So it's like,
1: and then like it just flips that on its head, and they're like, "What happened?" Right? Like, okay. So I'm glad you brought that up because one of the things I was really happy was is that they didn't drag on the mm-hmm. storyline of he didn't have powers and he's waiting to get his powers. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know Have you guys ever seen that movie Sky High? Yeah,
0: I have. Uh, I okay, it
1: so Sky High. I thought that went on way too long. He didn't have powers. It was like, oh, and he whines about it and then his dad, you know, he's got dad issues. <sighs> I think they did it perfectly on this one, right? Because they like to have the conversation you find out that he doesn't have his powers that morning and he throws the trash can in the space that night.
3: <laughs> yeah. I mean? Uh... I was going to say that the mixture of our very familiar, uh, our Peter Parker, like this is our, you know, our, com- our common coming of age. But the, like you said, Glenn, like it's a nuclear family, like the trauma of the family being broken up isn't there. Yeah. That, like, and that's a key part of all of our characters build. The part of Darkwing. It, I now cannot not see Darkwing Duck being a black character. But, I said, like that is man. Change. I mean,
2: we kind of knew that already. Who else rocks like a, know, pink, a pink, purple pink. suit like that, bro? <laughs> a purple suit with shoulder pads? You thought he was white? Come on, dog.
1: Uh, <laughs> a pet named slicked back.
3: <laughs> and the fact that you know, like we'll, I guess we'll get to the timeline of the first, uh, the first episode, but the. Ending of the first episode is so fucking like edge of your seat, heart pumping, white knuckled. And and you're like, they gotta get out. Like they've gotta get like they like like they've gotta get out of there. Like they're not we, getting, we, like, we they're, spent all episode like
2: learning, like like even when the when when um when when the, the what's the name red rust rush? Yeah, uh, like he was talking to his wife, and like the part where he says, like, you you gotta understand, like. My, my perception moves as fast as I do. Like one conversation with somebody lasts hours, you know, like, and I said, I paused it and I told my wife like, I'm glad they're doing this. Like, you know, we're gonna learn like their perspective, their insight, their struggles with their powers. Cause you know, we don't see this often, right? Like this is an interesting perspective. It made me really interested in the character and hope to see more of him and like struggle with like his his ability to maintain, like to not
1: get bored, right? You had a different experience with that than I did. My wife, for sure, on that part punched me in the arm. <laughs> and I said, what's <laughs> funny? She's like, you're not even super and You for sure have said that to me before.
3: <laughs> There's, I hear, like, you know, like, well, it's not following the comic book exactly. And it's like, right. I don't think it should because it's fitting this 45-minute slot perfectly. Yeah. Yeah. This, yeah. That it needs within the time slot that it needs with the arc that it's doing because the first episode ends, and I and I had to remind myself, I was like, how does the second one go? And I was like, how are they going to get this pacing done right? And boom, they get into the second episode, and they fucking homage Teen Titans, and they homage um, uh-huh. uh, Fantastic
2: know, Four and stuff. And...
3: Fantastic Four, scroll Chitauri, you know. Yeah. Alien of the Week. Whatever. Yeah. When Jillian Jacobs uh, comes in as Adam Eve, I was super impressed, because I was like, that is the perfect voice like that is the perfect temperament for this crush and then how again we're talking about the pacing then how fast the amber like oh well uh, is he talking to to now? Like, like what's going on like you know it was just like that's got my wife in
1: that whole little high, high school that, whole little, got, that got my wife that got my wife's in then right they she got hooked in there she's like oh man which one is he gonna choose he <laughs> <We're talking laughs> from- beats
2: all day, just no, yeah, but yeah, it's, it's also like with the with with the wife too, right? The the you know with the with the Sandra Oh from Killing Eve and grace I I haven't seen like all turn of Grey's Anatomy, like whatever my wife watches, but in Killing Eve, it's like she's like this really kind of like determined, you know, individual, and that that voice comes across with the wife. Like you have to be, you have to have a certain temperament to be the wife of the most powerful man in the world, right? Like. And and that like whole I take no bullshit. I was like, bro, that's solid. That's that's fucking really good casting. Man. I hear her
1: from sideways, from that movie Sideways. That's that's the voice in the character of her that I hear when I hear the mom. But to what you just said, to what you just said, uh the scene where, and I forget if this is I, I do believe this is still the first episode, or or maybe it is like I don't know. The scene where she's like, you go upstairs and go to bed. And he's like, make me. Yeah, <laughs> she's like what she's like oh does that make you feel bad now like that's when i really started to hear a voice that she starts to go off a little bit yeah yeah kind of that scene was awesome that that and then
0: um that's the, the second one because it's good because they do the dichotomy between his time with his dad and his time with his mom and like how different it is and how like yeah. one is a little more like uh superficial kind of with his dad and then with his mom it's way more heartfelt so like I assume when things end up turning, as you can kind of already tell, mm-hmm. it's going to be a lot different than his mom if he was going against his
1: mom, you know. So um, that was my favorite scene with his dad. The, tra- the, the very first training with his dad. When, the he him in the, when he punched him in the chest, bro, I I lost it. I, my sons could not understand why I was laughing so hard. That It was hilarious to me. I was like, <laughs> it didn't, his explanation of it was perfect. It was like, look, when you go up against your foes, no, you know these ops—they're not going to pull their punches. You know what I'm saying? And he's like, you know, and he was like, you know, and, and the son's response was just basically, "How did you do that?" You know what I'm saying? It was like he's he's sitting there, you know, he's, he's all broke up, he's out of breath, he's trying to catch his breath, but he's just like, "How did you do that?" I thought that was that great. Is, that's right, but it was also a
0: catch, right? Huh? They're playing catch around the world. That no. A, that was, that no, was, that no, that was no, that was, was the second time. That second
1: second time they were training.
0: Ah, that's right.
1: I for sure punched my little brothers like that. So, if no, that's a, your little brother, bro. Yeah, no, no, but if you've ever had an older cousin or an older brother or somebody like that in your life, you've been punched that way before at some point. So, I <laughs> yeah, felt that I, completely. Guess. Like, I felt that I, I've been in that situation. I felt it, you know, it's like, yeah, it one of those things I'm making you tougher Not you know, not that I hate you, you know what I'm saying? So, it was
3: uh, my, my, uh, my half brother Neil used to play football for Texas AM. And so, it was that type of hit when you hit that person in your life and you're like, oh shit, I hit you. Like, <laughs> yeah. oh, I might die right now. I do what is about to happen. All the rules have just gotten
1: broken. Yeah. <laughs> it's going down. Like, Did you, you guys catch the, the name sh- of the
2: school though? Yeah.
1: Okay. So yes, absolutely. I, I love um, that shit. I, yeah, I looked at yeah. it I'm like, damn, that
0: name he's, is familiar. He voices,
1: he vo- he's also the voice of the principal at the school though. What's the name of the school? I don't know if you cut it. Huh? Reginald Bell Johnson, Reginald Bell Johnson. the dad from Family Carl Matters. Yeah. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, he's also he's also the voice of the principal at the school. So like when you I hear the, the like principal, that's actually Reginald Bell shown Johnson. They have they the principal, right? Like I didn't. I didn't
2: nah,
0: no, no,
1: they only you only hear his voice on like the intercom, like during at the school. You know, uh, that's I mean, Reginald. That's actually Reginald Bell Johnson.
0: So like, move Let's move on to episode two. Yeah. I would I would definitely say, once I see episode two, I realize how much I love the Invincible title drops.
2: I guess, like, before we move on to episode two, I'd, I'd like to bring up just, like, we were talking about the animation, right? Like, yeah. how well it's done, but fuck did they step it up a notch at the end, right? Like, of that shit one. went almost anime
3: at the end, of, bro, of, of, of episode one. one. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah, like, it was just fast. It was, you know, like, like, like Rob said, you know, kinetic. It was fucking cathartic, bro. It was like, what it was a beautiful fast. fucking scene, bro. That reminded me of, like, the car chase in, in that movie Ronin. Just no music, just sounds grunts it was intimate it was it was just like it was one of the most beautiful
3: displays of animated violence i've seen in a long time yeah I, like, absolutely that, the, the two standout scenes uh darkwing getting like just pulled just grabbed by the leg and just fucking flattened because it makes you—it was obviously an homage to the Hulk and Loki. Hulk Loki, yeah. and you're just like, "Ooh, that's that's what should have happened to
1: your head, right?"
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, yeah. But and the, then and then like getting hit by getting hit by Mjolnir. So like when he swung he <laughs> swung the freaking hammer hit the shark. <laughs> oh, yeah, and like the head just
3: goes, and like it's just fucking fish fish heads, fish heads, roly poly fish heads, and the um, but the other other real scene was actually when mortal man and i want to say utopia but you know a power princess uh oh war woman when when she turns and they're just like trying to figure it out and they're like someone must be controlling his mind like they're fucking so panicked and like, that, like yeah. the, and that framing like everything there was so great and then the uh the green the emerald lady and she's oh. just, no no, 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 no. Oh man. Yeah, no, and I think I think what's like
2: what made that like besides the spectacular violence, right, is that they spent all episode hyping up around these characters and just to fucking do away with them with such reckless abandon and such ease, not only goes to show like like yeah, hey, you weren't this isn't what you fucking expected, right? Like the whole episode barely had a drop of blood in it up until that moment. Like the closest amount of blood you saw was the dude covering his eye after the the the, the, tw- the clone, yeah. And it's like this is not your typical fucking super. That should put you on notice. And it's like you know just just and, and it obviously shows the the um, like awesome power of Omni Man, right? Like this dude is offering these dudes like nothing. There's there's no remorse. There's no hesitation. This is they were cold. Sean Bean in Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah, bro. And then, but that's I love how like that's his name, right? Doesn't name, Yeah, that's his name. I love how like he also like it, it, it wasn't like it wasn't like he was
3: completely unbeatable. He he got fucked up. So that's my thing is that I don't think that it was nothing to him. I think yeah, that, like, he had to get them all together because he knew if he only took one or, or two of them out, the rest of them, if they had time to plan and prep, would right. actually be able to take him down. Right. Right. So yeah. He has to do the, like this is an all or nothing gamut move because yeah. He, one of them gets away and his cover's blown like yep. you know, everything's gonna just go out the window um, yeah and so when red like i said when red rush is just beating his hands literally yeah
1: oh, beautiful oh, beautiful Fuck and his and it, and and oh. uh his uniform kind of rips so you could tell it was he's catching him like what he's the catching the, the clay guy the guy who turns into like plastic Man. that was yeah. martian Man. martian can I say that his power was trash? All he did, yeah, yeah, yeah. he just People got tired, stretching. Yeah, all he did floor, was all right? he did was wrap him up. He's, and then the way he died, the homeboy just like reached down and like rips his eye. <laughs>
0: it's he's, like he's done. He's Martian no. Manhunter with an in with a, a the non-creative
1: writer. No, he's 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 Meg on Family Guy when everybody gets powers and her only powers <laughs> that her fingernails get long. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, Ed, the, you were bringing up the uh, the invincible, like the, the mid mid episode. Oh,
0: uh, the the title screen, the yeah. way they drop the invincible title screen anywhere. Yeah, that that's, that's pretty
1: fucking dope. have you noticed that each time each they episode job, they, it gets more bloody? Yeah, yes. it's a little more blood. Yes. It it's a little more blood every single time. Yep. That's Someone that. else
0: told me that at work. The only guy I got to watch it. I
3: want to talk about the tailor.
1: Oh yeah. Oh oh yeah you mean Luke
3: <laughs> like talk about a dude who loves his job I love this job so much I still make prom dresses during the day this is how much I love making shit
1: yeah yeah nice That's nice. but he's a businessman, yeah. businessman. he tried to but sell I the touch too. He tried like, to he's like, oh, sell you can't city. blame me for trying yeah. to move old merchandise like, yeah. he gave him that awful costume
2: he's like you can't blame me bro
0: it's like it's like the opposite of who's the guy that made daredevil suit what was his name in the show
1: Oh, uh, okay. No, I'm I don't gonna remember his try. name. Because if I try, I won't be able to remember. If I don't, what try, was it was like Fat George St. Pierre. Right I now.
2: think. I don't know what his name <laughs> was. <laughs> what do you have against GSP?
1: <laughs> nothing. It's just that that dude was
0: like a fat version of him. <laughs> I thought you were going to bring Batrack into this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, episode two uh, Here Goes Nothing. Um immediately, what do we have? The aftermath of the fight, right?
3: Yeah. Well,
0: well, they show up. Who do they make us love in the beginning of this episode? Um, probably
3: Cecil. Um, yeah, no
2: Cecil's way. the first one that shows up. Him and Dark Blood.
0: No, but there's a story in the beginning about somebody. Oh, and he's like, He called me dad.
2: Oh, the
0: uh,
1: oh, yes. Because okay, let me ask, where did the burgers come from? I I I I, oh, I didn't get that either. I don't I don't know that. where the burgers come from. Like, And then he goes from like all of the burgers splatted on the ground yeah. to, like, to the murder. Scene. Like, <laughs> I, I, I was wondering if it was the trash can he threw Gun, the trash bag. Was, was that what? Right. He, oh, that he threw? That's, oh right. okay. that's good call. Yeah. That's exactly what it was because that's the place he works at. The burger, yeah. Burger but guy. I was like, there's no point in that in that scene. I I, I don't know. Well, I guess like, now it's great. Now it just made me going to watch the episode again, yeah. <laughs> okay,
3: that opening scene be what the opening scene is. Uh, yeah, Cecil and Donald showing up, but that whole containment team, the the hollow and <laughs> visible suits, uh, like everything about that is how you want that to work. Yep. And it was beautiful. Like, even like, even like when homegirl pulls down the mask and she's just like puking, like picking up a mortal man's head. And, you know, like they've got <laughs> all of this stuff together. This has happened before on some level. Like, this is... A routine to them, so yeah,
1: they're picking up pieces of people, and they're like, "Yeah, this one's dead." <laughs> no shit. No, but even then, it kind of gives brain? you
2: a little bit of hope, right? Like the first that, time, that ride, a piece got the out, they might get put. Nah, nah. He's yeah. the only one that
3: made it. It's like fuck, bro. like, What the fuck? <laughs> There's a beauty when the audience knows something that everyone on the screen doesn't know. That just gets handled so well in this because we're looking into omni man's world we're looking into uh, cecil's world we're looking into this like mark's world like they do such a good job shifting the camera perspective and making it constantly valid and um, and when mom shows up and she's like give me a cold rag like don't don't give me this shit like again like that like
1: on point like right, go get the go get the vicks and castor oil <laughs> go get the vicks and the castor oil i got this Give me some coffee hey, grounds there. and some lemon. Yeah, now. give me some coffee grounds and lemon. <laughs> <laughs> Take yes. off his
2: socks.
1: <laughs> I got this.
2: I've been doing it for 20 years. <laughs> uh, no, nah, that was that was a dope touch, too. You know, like, she's like, who, who the fuck knows him better than I do? I've been patching him up for, like, yeah, like that, 20 years, you know. it's, it's really awesome. Well done.
3: It's yeah. the- and I, I mean, I dare, I dare say it because I know where the story is going. But it is the healthiest relationship of super parents. I was that's, gonna that's, say, that's what I, I was gonna, go I was gonna that 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 say next. too. Like, I was gonna
1: go into that next. There's several. So yeah. even just from the very beginning in, in in episode one, where they're like all over each other, and he's like, mom, dad, like never in front of your kids, like right? And then you know, for however many 20 some odd years they've been together, how much they still like, you know, want to be together, how much, they, how much they know each other and it plays out and how they respond to tragedy that happens all around them. Right. You can just see how strong their relationship is. That's pretty awesome. You know, it just, it's not something that gets highlighted in a lot of things today because, you know, if you want to be realistic, that's, it's, that's now not the common theme. So for, for you to see that was kind of, it's kind of refreshing, right? Yeah, I like how she's not
2: like your typical like Ma Kent or like Aunt May, although those characters have a lot of history to them and shit. It's not like, oh, they got some age old wisdom bullshit. Like, nah, Nah. she
3: has some fucking bite to her, bro. Like, she ain't gonna take shit, you know?
2: Yeah, I like that.
3: I wouldn't, I think it's a false equivalency to compare her to Ma Kent when she's much closer to Lois Lane. And yeah. No, well, yeah, I guess that, that is true, yeah. Because you're looking at in about- invincible's eyes and you're
1: thinking
3: how right. like his mom works, but it's like Omni Man's Clark. Like this is Lois Lane, and so that's what I think is the beauty. Like, sure, mm. on Family Matters, we've got a great example of a family that's working, um, but in superheroes, it's <laughs> it's just never been a thing. There aren't happy families. There aren't happy parents. I mean, <laughs> Kind of bringing back what
0: Rob was saying about the aliens. Uh, they were just the perfect like random alien of the week, but also enough beholden to like characters in comics. So like, they're, yeah, it's just enough. And especially because you could see them evolve so quickly with the whole time dilation thing, and you got this interesting take, yeah, creations of these alien invasions that we've seen in different comic books. It was uh yeah. it was pretty fucking awesome. And just the, so the first dude, that one dude who just randomly got hit. Yeah. Comes like the fucking main guy who's like, that <laughs> was just
1: fucking hilarious. I mean, it's real. Okay, crazy. so a lot of those lines in that first invasion. Another time where I had to pause because I almost passed out laughing is when Mark is running with the old lady and trips and falls. <laughs> the tension just oh, breaks. Oh, <laughs> he just <laughs> breaks her up. To pieces. <laughs> and I'm like, what? What? <laughs> <laughs> So I had to pause. I had to pause for like 10 minutes because I couldn't catch my breath laughing. I was like, this is I shouldn't be laughing this hard at this. I don't know why this is so funny, but it was hilarious.
0: Well, see, see, okay. Also kind of going back to what Rob was talking about about the the sounds and the and the blood and like the animation. It it and I think Glenn was mentioning too about uh uh how, like it remind it's kind of like something that we haven't seen in a long time. And it definitely it feels like fucking like nineties anime, like from japan like the north yeah the ninja Dark scroll star, exactly ninja yeah. scroll. stuff the way the blood just splatters on a face like Ooh. i haven't seen that in a long time
3: when Red but, Rush was punching it reminded me of jackie the pretender that was like that was like when uh, i was like yeah yeah, yeah. this is in that fist of the north star i uh, think so the, yeah the
2: decapitation scene is kind of like when you know the in ninja scroll where you where the fucking you know all the decapitation in like the slow motion through the air i you was know, like, like Man, like this is like that's what I said. Like, it's so well animated. Like, even I felt like they put extra fucking sauce on that on that sequence, bro. It's because it was like, if you go back, the little twirl of his mustache, he looked different. Like, he looked badass, bro. Like, everybody in that scene, I was like, what the fuck, dude? Like, it's it's just all these little fucking sweet ass touches to that scene, man. What you know, it's just really well done. But Rex man, like, Uh, this guy's an amalgamation of. All the douchebag characters, bro. He's just insufferable, <laughs> man.
1: Like, this hilarious. motherfucker
2: is Human Torch, Iceman, Gambit, like all the douchebags. Green, man. Green like, Lantern, God.
1: Green Lantern, and Justice League War. <laughs> yeah, he he is like every like I love.
2: I love you. the fucking the voice actor do like it's perfect because he is such a fucking douche,
3: man. Like I'll do you one better. I'll say that Rexplode is very close to Beast Boy. He's Garfield, like. Yeah. Garfield is insufferable. If you don't know the new Teen Titans, he hits on everyone all the time. He's bad jokes. He's just so insecure and just such a... So they do a great job, like, bringing that... It's obviously a self-esteem issue where he's, like, pushing himself out there. Rexplode and, um, and Garfield on that level and uh just like the rex blow like he's got to kiss eve as soon as she shows up and
1: Mm -hmm. right oh yeah establish
3: it you know which is and i love fucking amazing superpower names when they're fucking super beautiful and i don't know if there's a better one than duplicate in this yeah oh yeah bro Uh, duplicate i was like
2: huh like it, it really stood out so i was like bro that's so fucking good like how does she luck out with her name being kate (laughs) <laughs> and, like,
1: fucking having the ability to duplicate yourself. wait wait but then you, have, just, you have but then you like have the Rex beautiful Rose, simplicity of robot Adam E duplicate and fucking robot <laughs> like robot we ran, we ran out of creativity with this one <laughs>
3: Okay, so think of this though but we don't this cyborg
1: yeah true. Yeah.
3: So true. we don't think about like because when we see here robot we're like that's fucking lazy as shit there's the Uh, fucking thing bro thing thing (laughs)
1: yeah
0: (laughs) the uh damien darkhold character he's i mean he's obviously mocking hellboy but isn't this an image comic and wasn't hellboy on image
3: can't mock things
0: i'm just curious i didn't know if that was accurate or not
2: uh I have the real Hellboy. When you guys mock
0: him, or is he Dark Horse? That's Dark Horse. Yeah, that's right. Dark Horse. Yeah, yeah. Cool. I was just confused, but that I do like that character though. The whole like, you know, the Black Ops thing. Everyone leave the room, and they know to leave already. And Mm -hmm. the breath, and just the subtlety, and it doesn't take very long for the audience to learn when he's there. Like they double down on the breath. Like right, really, like it feels like nothing is wasted in. 40, 30 minutes or whatever of the show. Everything, it kind of all leads to something. And, like, just two episodes in right now, uh, fuck, man. I don't know how long it's going, but fuck. I'm I'm really, really, I'm intrigued as I am when I I
1: started watching The Voice. First of all, the voice character uh, for Omni-Man is, like, one of the scariest TV characters ever for me. Because I was a teenager when I first started watching the show Oz. And he his character on Oz, right? Yeah. His character on Oz was the leader of the uh the Aryan, the Aryan, the Aryan Brotherhood. And he was one of the scariest dudes in Oz. And so I hear that voice. And so like when he's on the alien planet and he's like, Look, I have to tell you, God, Earth is not yours to take. And the look of fear on all of the all of all of their faces, like. He hadn't even done anything yet. I think they just knew (laughs) they just knew it's a wrap. You see them hugging together as he's like, (laughs) he's holding (laughs) holding a planet sized rock about to drop it on him. But it's also another nice touch that like he was on their
2: planet. He comes back to Earth with a beard like he was there for for fucking a long ass time. You know, moments passed on Earth, you know, and those those explosions
0: for the very few scenes that you do see when he's on the planet fucking shit up and you don't need to see much more than you do, which right. is like 10 seconds, which is fucking shit up so bad. The way the explosions were drawn straight reminded me of the beginning of uh, Fist of the North Star. The way that like, when it's the I'm beginning- to go watch that universe, again. The universe, that shit from J.Ru the Damager, and like, it looked exactly the same. The way the explosions were going off, I was like, fuck, this is giving me all kinds
1: of nostalgic feels. I watched that whole scene, like. Uh, <laughs> this, this is amazing. <laughs> It's like you know, I love movies where you you're angry at someone in the movie and they die to the extent you think that they should die,
0: (laughs) right? Um, I will say, damn man, episode two was way more exciting than episode one. And if you start watching this show, you will not regret one second. Everything's worth something. Give it a shot. Editor San Antonio closing out for tonight.
2: Greg West Hills, aka Bruticus. <laughs> Reverse Rambo, fan of violence up in the Washington Washington. Boba Fresh Wakanda Forever.
0: <laughs> Peace out y'all.